Hey guys, so it's Broadscast. Welcome, hello, hi, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. So we are now on episode four of Big Brother 18. So we pick up right after Paul got put up secretly by Frank from the roadkill challenge. Paul is now in the diary room complaining about how mad he is. And he goes, this beard is pissed. And I go, I hate you so much, but I don't hate anybody. I just really don't like them. But I really am, ooh, ooh. Then Jose is telling everybody, well, first of all, this is going to be a very Jose-centric podcast because he is the worst kind of person. But he's about to go home tonight, Thursday, June 30th, 2016. So I don't really feel that bad about it. And we can we can just move forward and start really just pointing out how awful Paul is. Anyway, Jose goes, Michelle's a floater. Okay, well you've been there for like four days stop and then goes michelle won the roadkill challenge where are you getting this from he goes trust me i'm not gonna have a problem getting polly out we got it this week we run this house i got all the votes Mm, sure nicole goes to talk to paul and say how sorry she is that he got put up and that she had nothing to do with it which is obvious and he's just standing there sucking on a giant pickle and it's super awkward and (laughs) kind of uncomfortable so it's pretty obvious at this point that the producers also really can't stand jose either because anytime that anyone makes any comments to him or he makes any comments himself they'll then like in the diary room they will show him talking to somebody else or something then play a stupid little sound effect over him so he goes i sit back and watch people like a hawk and observe people so as he says a hawk they they cut over and he's pointing at somebody and it makes a little hawk noise like that's not what a hawk sounds like at all is it no it's not but we can pretend. So all of a sudden, Victor and Paul walk by the kitchen and see that Polly and Bridget are doing dishes together. And Paul is convinced, convinced that she's now, you know, flip-flopping against her alliance, which maybe they're just having fun together in their stupid little pixel outfits doing the dishes. You're allowed to still talk to people in there if you're not in their alliance. Like, come on. Then what happened? So Bronte is telling Natalie now that they have to vote out Polly and that it sucks because he's so hot. And then they both just devolve into, oh my God, he's so hot, which agree, firm agree. So now it's time for the veto competition. They pick players. It's Devon, Corey, Nicole, Paul, Polly, and Jose. And then they go to commercial and come back. And then there's James doing a prank on somebody who happens to be Paul snoring and taking a nap on the couch. And James and a bunch of people are just hiding behind the couches while James puts shaving cream in Paul's hand. And then they try to wake him up. And it's wicked funny. He thought it was funny, but I can tell that he was actually low-key kind of pissed. So we'll see if they continue to do those that James doesn't get on everybody's bad side doing his pranks. I think it's nice and brings a little levity to the situation. But what can you do? People sometimes just don't have any humor. So that's that. The veto competition was called Doggone Dizzy. The veto players were in head-to-toe dog outfits with a big dog head over their head, like with their face sticking out of it. The object of the game was to stack these 40 dog treats above a dog house without having the treats touch the actual dog house itself. There were two little stands on each dog house, and then you had to balance the dog treats, which were just basically styrofoam in between the stands so that they just wouldn't touch the bottom and it it a little bit of physics was involved kinda the reason why it was called dog gone dizzy is because they had to stand on a spinner spin themselves 15 times around in a circle 
go across the lawn, start stacking the treats, and then go back before their clock hit zero and spin 15 more times and then go back, back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth for, it was 45 seconds each time. To spare you the awful quotes like Jose saying, I'm a dancer, I don't get dizzy. Okay, well, why aren't you winning then? Cool, that's great, awesome. Bronte goes, it looks like Nicole got into her owner's liquor, if you know what I mean, biatch. Who came up with that line for her to say? What? <laughs> what is that? That's no- <laughs> Why? Anyway, moral of the story is, Paul won the veto, everybody got mad about it, and by everybody I mean me, and the people that I work with. And mostly because Polly was trying to do it correctly and stack them, stack them in a very specific way so that they didn't fall over. But what Paul did was just basically brute force shove all of them in a big ball almost in between the posts and then won. And that's just, I don't want to say it's cheating because it technically did win, but it still kind of takes away from the spirit of the game, if you will. Ugh, that just made me really upset. But then during that ending, Bridget is talking about who's playing still or who still has a shot at it or something. And it sounded like a really bad voiceover. Like, I know that they play what they say in the diary room over things at different times, but it was just very blatantly, it sounded like she was reading from a piece of paper. Might need to work on that. Anyway, Jose all of a sudden is now laying in a bed and talking to Frank after he goes, you have a big butt. Frank goes, yeah, thank you. Frank goes to take a nap. Jose goes, I'm a Pisces. I'm an observer. I'm the CEO of this house. And then tells Frank the same line that he told Davon. I'm the Messiah of the newbies. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. So then he calls a house meeting. And minus most of the eight-pack upstairs that are chilling in the HOH room. And Jose goes, Davon who is part of the 8-pack, go get Zakia, who is also part of the 8-pack, while they're all taking a nap upstairs. Make it discreet. She goes, sure, I will get right on that. So she goes upstairs. They're all chilling in the HOH room. She goes, hey, Zakia, can you discreetly come and join me in this house meeting that Jose just called downstairs? And then the rest of them are like, oh, can you take notes for me? Because I wasn't invited. going to miss it. It was just so painful to watch, knowing that he was like, he really is just so, has no self-awareness whatsoever. There's just nothing there. Like, he cannot see at all. His ego is so big that he he's, he can't see that he's not going to make it past the week. <laughs> Davon's in the diary room while this meeting has taken place where he's going as the leader of the house. It's been a while since they called a meeting. And, you know, we have the votes. We control this house. So Davon goes, you're in a damn dog costume. And then when they say you're in a damn dog costume, they show a picture of him and a little wolf noise, <laughs> like the hawk noise before. I'm not going to do the what a noise a dog makes because I don't want to go that route. He's just so clueless. Like, I can't take it. I can't take it. But the good thing is I'm not going to have to take it for much longer. So Polly later that day calls Jose out in the kitchen for calling a meeting. And saying how it was all just to talk about how they were going to vote out Polly. And Jose is just insisting that he didn't. Insisting that he didn't. And not even coming up with good excuses and like good anything else to talk about. Like it's not, uh, own up to it. What are you doing? He's just such a bad liar. It's insane to me. And so fame hungry 
and just not good. And I just I can't wait for him to like get out of the house, get kicked out and go try to get verified on Twitter or Facebook or something. And them to be like, who? What? But apparently he doesn't use Twitter or get, quote unquote, get Twitter. So that's his problem um, that he will have. And it's probably for the best because they're going to rip him a new one on there anyway. And I'm part of that problem. But it's fine. It's it's cool. Moral of the episode story is that Paul used the POV and the person who won the roadkill, which was Frank, who put up Paul in the first place, gets to secretly pick a new nominee who was Bridget, which is the best choice, really, because who's going to vote out her when they have Jose to pick from? So that's good. And finally, I realized that with the new box, well, not quite new, as I had mentioned, not quite new, nomination box thingy. They also have a new veto holder box. And I don't know if I'm just really bad at picking up details, but it's like some green alligator print now and it's ugly and I don't like it. But yeah, new episodes on shortly and I will get the next episode up soon. Like tomorrow. Bye.